Welcome to Speak Up Queen, the podcast inspiring you to find your inner queen and step into your power. You're listening to me, Abby, and as always, I'm joined by Hannah and Zoe. We're three life coach gal pals empowering you to speak your truth by sharing ours. Join us as we explore the world of personal development, wellness, and taboo topics through juicy, expansive conversations. Hello and welcome to episode five. Today we're exploring the huge topic of spirituality, as always, by sharing our own interpretations and experiences. So grab your cuppa and let's get started. So firstly, I just want to touch on and ask you both how you would describe spirituality. So Zoe, what would you say? I see spirituality as the idea that there is something bigger than us out there. So the belief that we are connected to everyone and everything so it gives life a meaning and purpose beyond our basic senses all of us will have obviously slightly different interpretations of spirituality you know some might relate it to religion others to finding enlightenment and some might relate it to like the cosmic pulls of the universe however for me like at its most simplest form it's the connection to your soul your highest self and your own thoughts and feelings. Mm, I love that, the the simplicity of that that you've come to for yourself. Because actually when I was um, having to think about this episode, I Googled it and there's so many different definitions of spirituality out there. Some, I'm not going to lie, went completely over my head. But I think it's really important that we find a meaning that feels true to ourselves. Uh, what would you say, Han? Yeah, similar to Zoe. Um, I think at a really top level, it's, it is simply about believing that there's something else out there that created us and that we can connect to. Um, and it's something that supports us and is always working for us to lead us to the next step. I think it's something that people feel called to as a way to find peace and happiness ultimately and help them deal with hard times. So yeah, the goal is for people to reach their highest self and and reach enlightenment. Um, Obviously, there are certain things that spring to mind when we think of spirituality, such as crystals and meditation. But those things are used as a way to help us connect with our spirituality. They don't kind of make up the whole picture. So Mm. ultimately, it is about self-discovery and coming home to yourself, your authentic self but also a commitment to being kind, non-judgmental and accepting others for where they are at in their life and not letting them affect you. So letting go of the ego part of yourself. So yeah, if I had to describe it in a few words, I'd say it's about letting go and surrendering. Mm. And we're gonna, we are going to touch more on the tools um, a little bit later. But yeah, I think when you are perhaps first new to the world of spirituality it just seems all about the um these weird little rituals when you first when you first introduced to it and there's there's a whole lot more to it than that and so I remember I was in India and I was laughter yoga teacher training the I remember the founder of laughter yoga who was teaching us describing it as the belief in the forces that you can't see but you can feel like love so sort of I think that's where it gets its you know nature as the 
the opposite to science, if you like, the things that we can measure and the things that we can um, quantify in a way. But then really what I've come to discover myself is that it's actually got quite a lot of similarities with how I describe self-love now. Um, And I've sort of built upon those beliefs as I've gone through my coaching journey now being a self-love coach and it's really about I think discovering your true self so who you really are without the views and opinions of society or the conditioning that you've grown up with it's your true beliefs and values and then becoming the best version of yourself so that you can live your most fulfilling life where you are living out your purpose, which is ultimately best for us and the world around us. Because when we are in our highest expression of ourselves, we are giving to others in the um, in the process of that. So yeah, I feel like it is. it can be seen as like a duty to to the world and our legacy to give by actually going on that journey and discovering our true selves. So how and when did you first discover spirituality? So maybe let us know if you had any preconceptions about spirituality versus what you've now experienced as well. Zoe? Yeah, so I grew up in a very religious family. And then because of that, like I never really understood or experienced spirituality outside of that and I would say I was definitely influenced by the misconceptions of spirituality because it seemed so far away from what I was being taught or brought up in so this idea of like your intuition and connecting to yourself seemed very different to what I was being taught of like you know these are the rules you follow this is how you should live your life and spirituality was almost seen as this bizarre thing that like people who wore clothes made of their own hemp or only a tofu were into which is just ridiculous <laughs> and it's like a way of like keeping I think it's a way for some people to keep it at arm's length like oh that's what that's what other weird people do you know it's it's quite a big misconception that people have mm-hmm. but as I grew up and you know started to question things and find out more about the world I kind of shut any kind of spirituality out because I felt so confused by it all and I'm someone who needs concrete evidence and like you've said Abby like it kind of goes against that scientific side of like just trusting and believing and like you said Hannah having faith and surrendering like I find that very difficult and didn't even want to like acknowledge it was something that could be possible because I couldn't explain it Mm. but I would say I've drifted away from like the religion side of spirituality or that kind of side of things because there was a lot of teachings that I just hugely disagreed with and I couldn't you know, I couldn't trust with my heart that that's how I felt with things. And I would say I still struggle to say that I'm a spiritual person simply because of those ingrained misconceptions. You know, I find it very difficult to to fully let go. And I guess a big misconception I also had was that to be a spiritual person, you have to be someone who's always high vibe or non-judgmental and, you know, really positive about life and, and accepting of things which can make you feel like you're doing something wrong if you have negative emotions. And I just couldn't quite grasp that. I couldn't, I couldn't let myself experience those negative emotions. So therefore I don't want to be a spiritual person. Um, And I think by having that view of that, you know, it completely invalidates who we are as humans and we need to experience 
all those emotions to be truly connected to ourselves. And the more I've learned about spirituality and the more that, you know, I've experienced and the conversations I've had, like that again is just that it's a misconception. Like if you are a truly spiritual person, you will connect to those sides of yourself as well. So I guess I would say I'm still figuring it out for myself and exploring what I believe about us all being connected to each other and the universe. But I would say that I do believe there is more to life than we experience day to day and that we see and that, you know, we sense and that there is something bigger out there, but I just haven't quite decided what I think that is yet. Mm. And I think it's really important to not have to think that you're either there with it or spiritual or not spiritual. Like the whole the whole journey is really to, I think, allow us to decide what beliefs we want to take on and are supportive of us. And that's the whole point of it, working out what beliefs we are, are us at our core. And I think that's the same with spirituality and working out what feels good and right for us intuitively as and, and what feels supportive of us. Because we can sometimes try and take on these beliefs about things that um, aren't necessarily that supportive of us in the moment. And I just think those, those times where we have those thoughts that maybe it's just not the right time for us to hear those messages, or maybe we're not ready for that part of the journey yet. And actually it will all unfold in time like it's meant to without having to sort of make sure you study it and push it and um yeah surrender to it really like what what Hannah said Mm, yeah I think that's so important to like take what you need from it and leave what you don't like take the parts that you're called to don't feel like you have to you know embody everything straight away like you said it's it's a journey and a process and it's yeah it's about doing it doing a way that's right for you Mm -hmm, absolutely what about you Hannah Yeah, I think firstly, like you've both touched on some really important points there. Like, I think something that I wasn't really aware of until coaching and being in in the online space was this term spiritual bypassing, where like you said, people do just that, you know, there are some people out there who think that being spiritual is, is about being positive, and kind of, you know, shunning the, the shadow side, I guess those negative, those raw emotions. But yeah, ultimately, it's about being authentic. And it was really interesting, Zoe, what you said, like the link between religion and spirituality, because I'm not religious at all. And I've always been, yeah, I mean, before, before being spiritual, I would describe myself as an atheist. And it's really funny, because since discovering spirituality, I now feel like I understand religion much more because to me, I guess spirituality is my religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and it's, I, I feel like now, like when we come off this, this um, call, I want to like explore, yeah, the link between it, because I, I don't know if this is the case, but for me, I, I guess it seems that like 50% of Christians are also spiritual, and then 50% aren't. I don't know. Yeah, I think it... I think it all comes down to your experiences with religion. So I know that like, from what I experienced, it was very much like a, this is the way religion is. This is kind of the, like I said, the rules and things that you should follow and anything outside that is, is wrong or it's, you know, it's, it's not the right approach to things. 
Um, whereas there will be other people who are religious and will be incredibly spiritual. So I do think it, a lot of it comes back to your own experiences and, and how you've you've processed those things. So I don't think like there's a disconnect between the two. I think they can be quite quite heavily linked together. But yeah, it's all down to like personal experience, I suppose. Mm, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. But yeah, for me, in terms of uh, how I came to discover spirituality and any kind of preconceptions I had, from age 12, I grew up with a mum who was really into alternative medicine. Like she, she discovered homeopathy um, at that time and, and became a homeopath. Yeah, so kind of, I think that connection to alternative medicine and therapy, a lot of spiritual people are into because they tend to think holistically. So that may have had an impact on sort of planting the initial seeds for me, um, right from a young age, or at least sort of being someone who would think outside the box and and kind of look at other other alternatives. I also think that suffering with mental health has had a huge impact as well, because I would spend so much time in my head thinking about life and what it meant and how I got here and what happens when you die. Just so much deep thinking. And I think my struggles meant that I wanted answers. So I felt so much less alone when I discovered spirituality. And I do think that often when people do go through hard times, they do turn to religion or spirituality, perhaps when they've reached a point where the options that society has provided them with aren't working for them and they're just feeling lost. I think a lot of people come to spirituality because they're deep thinkers and do just naturally think of the bigger picture. But when I really got into it, it was when I saw this CBT therapist about three years ago. Um, she said that she couldn't do anything for me and that I needed to look deep inside myself. And I'm sure I mentioned this in our mental health episode, but it really shocked me into what I used to call a spiritual awakening. I realize now that a true spiritual awakening is when you actually have like this incredible out-of-body experience where your soul is at peace. Um, which I'm yet to discover, but I know that that is, that is very much a thing. I know that it's something that my mum experienced and she was kind of able to stay in that state solidly for quite a few hours. And yeah, I just really hope to experience that one day. So yeah, I would say that that time um, about three years ago, it was more like a spiritual realization for me. I just knew that there was so much more to life than what we've been told. And I think it is just a gut feeling um, that I believe that we are all connected to the universe and that we aren't just here by chance and science. I just think that life is too crazy for that to be the case. And I believe that our soul is connected to the universe, but that our mind and emotions and body are like stuck in the conditioning of society often. So yeah, and then in terms of preconceptions, I think that new age spirituality has unfortunately caused a lot of misconceptions by new age spirituality I mean people who think that being spiritual has to look a certain way so for example having hairy armpits wearing knitted <laughs> rainbow jumpers <laughs> and like chanting in the woods and stuff and it's just so not the case but I think that these ideas often mean that people are really scared of spirituality because they think that it's really weird and hippie-ish which of course modern society it does teach us to kind of like laugh at those people like actually sometimes I've noticed like when I'm watching certain programs they'll play this like weird like I can't I'm not going to like do an impression of the music but they'll play <laughs> please <weird>. do <laughs> <laughs> do, do 
do, 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 like, like create, like almost like creepy, weird music when someone is talking about like astrology or just anything spiritual. Mm. Um, and yeah, it just like, it just keeps perpetuating the idea that, yeah, that spirituality means that you're a weirdo. Although saying that actually on a side note, I have noticed over the last few years, a lot of like influencers and celebrities are starting to talk about things like manifestation and star signs and things so yeah I think that's that's amazing I do think it's getting out there in the wider world definitely and actually like often when I've heard this weird music it's been like on reality tv programs because that's all that I watch so yeah I think like the younger sort of generations yeah are hopefully bringing more awareness to it I also think that some new age spiritualists do shun people who don't fit a certain mold by and, and not realizing that by doing this and judging people, it makes them like really unspiritual. Obviously, l- like you were saying, Zoe, like um, it doesn't mean that in terms of like being judgmental, it doesn't mean, of course, that you um, don't have like negative emotions and judging people is like a completely human thing to do. But yeah, I think by like kind of shunning people for not looking a certain way, like that is obviously that's unspiritual in in my eyes and I also think like I said this this preconception of it being weird and scary I definitely used to feel like this like taking a really cliche example a lot of people would think that someone chanting in the woods must mean that they literally have a screw loose (laughs) but I now realize that people who have the ability to do this are are often like more sane and emotionally healthy than your average person because I understand now that it is simply about expressing yourself and releasing emotions yeah so interesting it's really funny because I I remember years ago when I was on a girls trip in Ayanapa that I said that Ayanapa was my spiritual home and I had no idea what that meant when I was saying that in terms of like the actual meaning of it But I guess what it actually felt like to me was, to me, like being on holiday was being in my element with my favourite music and um, probably like feeling the most me. So it was almost in a way a little bit spiritual mixed with a few cocktails. (laughs) Um, And that's quite funny because now I um, do actually live in Cyprus. So maybe it was something about the the energy here. And we did have a weekend away in Ayanapa last year, but I wouldn't necessarily call that my spiritual home now. I didn't quite feel as uh, at home as I did maybe (laughs) eight years ago or something. But yeah, on a more serious note, after what you've both mentioned actually about sort of starting to question things further and have some more questions about life it was definitely an experience like that for me that that led me to make some decisions in my life so I would say mid-2018 I actually remember I was coming home from my job one day and I said to my partner I know that I either come home from work buzzing or really stressed which one do you think it is more often and without even thinking he was like definitely stressed so that moment literally got me thinking that there must be more to life than this to just being in this 
job and just doing the same things. And um, it made me think about what I really, really wanted to experience. And anyway, after what started off as an initial bit of a, a joke and um, a little test to see if we were serious, we actually made the decision to quit our jobs and start traveling at that point. And I would say I viewed it more as a self-development journey for me from that point because I was working on myself and learning about myself and meditation and mindset and things like that around sort of traveling and exploring but yeah it's 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 definitely just prompted me to to think that actually that moment could be described as quite spiritual as well and I wanted to touch on the the similarities and differences between sort of a self-development journey versus a spiritual awakening because the more that I've been on this journey let's say the more that I'm seeing the two sort of interlinking and so many similarities between the two um but I just wondered which of those resonate most with you and and why and whether you've experienced those sort of similarities and differences as well and do you want to kick us off Hannah? Yeah so for me they really aren't too dissimilar other than just your belief about why you're doing it So for example, Mm. my partner, Mark, to me, he is the most spiritual person I've met because he, he just embodies it naturally and practices everything that I practice. But the difference is that I feel connected to the universe. I believe in using crystals and astrology and I believe in psychics, whereas he just resonates with the mindset stuff and sees it as personal development. But ultimately, we are both aiming for the exact same thing, peace, health, and becoming the best version of ourselves. So I think it's just that spirituality is almost like a religion. It's a faith. And I think it helps people to keep going. Mm, Yeah, I've definitely experienced that that difference in the mindset, the, you know, the personal development world and um then the shift to to spirituality and more spiritual practices and like I said initially I started out with more of a a self-development view on things and it was probably after I think being introduced more to spirituality after joining um our life coaching course that we um all took and how we met and around November last year I made a shift in my business from being a self-care coach to a self-love coach as it felt like um like the deep work that I was doing and helping people to know and love their true selves it felt much much deeper than self-care let's say but that really prompted me to connect the dots between spirituality and self-development as very similar in their purpose like you say and I think really we we discussed masculine and feminine energy in a previous episode but it really feels like to me that self-development has a more masculine energy to it and spirituality a more feminine energy and as we've said in that episode as well there's benefits to exploring both of those and actually 
deciding that you can take what you need from from both of those journeys and you don't have to put it into a box or a category of describing it as one way but you can embrace the elements of them all what about you Zoe yeah I mean I think what you've both said is like so interesting like that they are so interlinked and you know like we said we can take take bits from each that we need I would say that I definitely resonate more with the term self-development just from my own experiences you know like I said those misconceptions that I'm that I'm working on and trying to shift and I don't feel like I've been through a spiritual awakening so therefore I don't resonate or relate to that as much but I think at the core that like like you said Hannah and Abby they are very similar like it's the quest for deeper mental awareness you know and both bring personal transformation and a shift in how you see and interpret the world when it comes to a self-development journey I see this as something gradual that you work on over time like it's taking steps to better yourself whether that's by learning new skills working on those limiting beliefs or you know improving habits that you have that are maybe negative or that you want to you want to change but self-development itself can then lead to that spiritual awakening you know as it's helping you get more in touch with who you are and what you want from life and it's that shift in your conscious awareness but spiritual awakening can also come from like a specific trigger so it could be a traumatic experience some kind of crisis or even you know a near-death experience that we hear people that have gone through these really difficult times and that you know it's completely made them question and reevaluate their life you know what's important to them and and they've turned things around and and feel more at peace with who they are and and change their outlook Mm -hmm. on things but I think overall they both lead you to that pure connection with yourself which in turn then improves your connection with others and the world around you so yeah they both take you to just such an amazing place and I think it's really important to touch on the fact that because I've seen that a lot as well that actually we only it seems like we only get to experience this spirituality or spiritual awakening when we've gone through some big trauma in our lives which obviously is a is amazing to find that path especially after that type of experience but actually it's something that I think that we can proactively start to explore and we don't have to feel any less of ourselves for that but actually by exploring these things proactively we are sort of taking the initiative almost to build that connection with ourselves without having to wait for a trigger from the external world as well so yeah Mm. whichever way it comes to you and um we're gonna just touch on some of the sort of resources and, and tools as well as to how we've we've done that so yeah in terms of tools or resources that have deepened our spirituality or our understanding of spirituality we've mentioned a few previously in the episode but um let's just go through and have a little chat about what has been the different things that we've tried and um used to have that connection so the very first woo-woo thing I did and you'll probably hear it called woo-woo a lot in the self-development world as well because that just seems to be how we um how we describe it but the first thing that I did was buy an oracle deck which is similar to tarot cards and I just had a play with it I just used it from a place of like fun and intrigue and wondering whether what I wanted to work on at the time was connecting more with my intuition and I 
just wanted to see what happened. And to be honest, I'm quite happy to believe in the magic of things, but also I like knowing the the science as well. So I would have a play about and, you know, with thinking about just what, what the message is from the card that I'm pulling and just have a bit of fun with thinking about, okay, so, you know, I pulled this card. So am I making this mean like something that to me because I've pulled this card and I want it to mean something to me or actually is it really not a bit sort of divine timing that I've got this card at this time when I need this particular message um, and I like to I, I still like to see it in both ways and um, I've started doing it again recently actually just pulling a card for the start of my working week and actually this week's card in particular when I've been thinking a lot about how I'm showing up online in my business and how I'm sharing my story was a priestess card from the oracle deck work your light and it was how are you being called to step up and lead and the things that you said in that were just touching on exactly what I've been needing to hear in my business right now so whether it's magic whether it's science whether it's me putting meaning into things and making myself believe it it doesn't really matter because the guidance that I got from it was helpful to me in that moment to move me forward so I like to take that sort of you know just a bit more of a casual view on things we can be really serious about these tools but I quite like to just have fun with them and I'll often sort of joke with Ryan as well when I'm doing these sort of spiritual things and um, especially noticing angel numbers so when you're seeing like sequences of numbers I definitely notice that more when I'm feeling in flow and so I just quite like like sometimes I'll just notice the clock always at repeating numbers and I just like that as a little sign of guidance that things are going well and what else I also got my first crystals um late last year and they've got um a couple of them two small ones were a gift to me and they had um like the meaning of the crystals with them which were very very me so it's the um you know it's supposed to be about the energy that you can tap into and the biggest crystal that I've got is a rose quartz I think it's called but it's like the crystal of self-love so obviously I couldn't not get Mm -hmm. that one and in all honesty I've not really worked with the crystals or done anything other than have them out on my desk but it's something that I may feel like exploring one day and you know learn more about and and start to tap into that energy and then just finally when I actually took a group coaching course at the start of this year, because we're talking about like tools and resources to deepen spirituality, we were actually exploring death and dying, um, which again seems like on the surface a little bit of a weirdo thing to do, but I was really intrigued. And for me, it felt like stepping closer to a fear almost of losing loved ones and things like that. So we actually did this group coaching journey along from the perspective of as if we had an incurable illness and exploring things like our legacy that we'd want to leave, our emotional connections and things that we want to tie up. And 
it led me to learn more about spirituality and deepen my connection. And I also read the book, The Journey of Souls, which actually talks about your soul or spirit as in separate from your body and the fact that it actually lives on after death and through different lives and it blew my brain wide open and it really really fascinated me and again I can't say with solid conviction that this is what I believe in happens after death or this is what I you know but I can I can think that this is what I'd like to believe in so why not research things that help back up that belief that are more comforting to me yeah so it just opened my mind to things like reincarnation and that type of thing what about you Hannah yeah well firstly I feel like we need to do a whole podcast episode on death because I find it so interesting and yeah I mean I definitely believe in like past lives and and things like that and that your soul does go on um to live another life but I think that yeah death is something that we fear so much including myself Mm. it's the way that we've been conditioned but actually from a spiritual point of view it's a completely natural thing so for me that day when I saw that therapist who couldn't help me I was suddenly in this crazy masculine energy and as soon as I got home I was frantically searching online And the very first thing I did was Google how to find your highest self. And a podcast came up, the Highest Self podcast by Sahara Rose. And for weeks and months, I was just completely addicted to podcasts. Everything made so much sense. And yeah, so podcasts really helped me with the start of my spiritual journey. And Sahara Rose's podcast in particular She covers lots of spiritual topics, but she focuses a lot around the concept of Dharma, which is a Buddhist concept, which basically teaches that we all have a purpose and that we can find it by following a passion and taking the first step and then the next one will unfold. And at the time I was really lost with my career. And since discovering Dharma, I've definitely experienced so many synchronicities that if I look back at like people that I've met and just so many crazy things actually led me to coaching. And now that's why I like to help other people who are feeling lost by finding, by finding their purpose. So yeah, I think podcasts are a great way to start. And like Abby, I sometimes use cards if I'm wanting an answer for something. And a practice that I've had for a few years now is smudging with Palo Santo to clear my my own energy or my home's energy um it helps to get rid of bad but keep the good and yeah I just find this a really grounding practice like if I've had someone in my home where like the vibe isn't I don't know like they've been negative or something like that or if I've been out in like a social situation I'm feeling like I need some grounding um so yeah that's really helped me to sort of deepen my spiritual practice And yeah, as well as that, on a regular basis, I use astrology and I speak to a psychic every so often. The stuff that they say is just so crazy and resonates so much. So that really helps me to get to know myself and find answers and to keep my spiritual faith. 
And then over the last few months, I started hosting sister circles. And I would say this has really helped to deepen my spirituality as it does involve connection, authenticity, as well as meditation and journaling and, and cards and things like that. So cool. And do you know, I found it really interesting what you were saying about Dharma and how that's a Buddhist concept, because that's something that I'm sort of following in my business at the moment is, you know, just focusing on taking the next step. There's a higher purpose, but just focusing on the one next step. And I love to hear about all those different tools it makes me want to go and buy some palo santo and clear my home's energy or some sage <laughs> and have a <laughs> have a um full-on spiritual session for the rest of the day <laughs> what about you zoe what would you say in terms of like tools i would say mine is probably like the complete opposite of you two <laughs> which i think is so interesting like that we are so different with this thing like our kind of views around spirituality are kind of similar, but the practices that we do or the tools that we use are very different. I'd say coaching has actually been a huge eye-opener for me. So when I first got into personal development and exploring more about who I am, I actually felt very overwhelmed by it all. And I was obviously coming into it with some misconceptions like I've talked about earlier. And I actually felt like I couldn't be a coach if I used things like oracle cards and crystals. And, you know, as we did our course, there was obviously a lot of people that, took part in those practices and again I was like oh but you know I don't fit in because I don't do those things and there was no judgment from anybody it was just my own misconceptions but engaging with you know these people or people who challenged my views and and showed me what spirituality is actually about has really helped me get a more realistic view on it and how it isn't all about the woo things you know these things like we've said are just what you take from them you know it's your interpretation of them and you know, like you've said, Abby, with the cards, like, you know, you might think that it's the magic or, you know, there's divine intervention there and other people will see it as well as you taking what you want from it. And I think that's the most important thing that I've learned is you take from it what it means to you and everyone's interpretation mm. can be different of it. And that's okay. I would say what's really helped me actually is using things like visualization and meditation and they have a much bigger impact on me than like oracle cards for example and they really allow me to connect to my higher self and get that guidance from within and it's been life-changing for me to embrace that side of me and allow myself to be open to what my inner self wants to guide me through and although I don't practice it I am like super intrigued by like the more woo side of things and have so much respect for people who do practice it so the key for me is just to keep an open mind so like like Hannah, when you talk about like going to a psychic, like, although that's not something I relate to, I'm so fascinated by it. And I just want to know more about it. And like, oh my gosh, what did they tell you? Like, I just find it so fascinating. And for me, it's, it's been a journey to being open about that because from my past experiences, like with religion and things, it was just, well, no, that's not possible. That can't exist. That goes against what you believe as, as a religious person. So for me, giving myself permission to be open and explore things for myself has been the biggest thing that has has helped me with spirituality and I just think like the universe is such an incredible thing and we know less about it than we know about it so we can't have it all figured out and there can't just be one answer to things and that's something that's really helped me approach spirituality and my own like self-development yeah I love that about just keeping an open mind like 
what's the harm in exploring and what's the harm in you know filling that intrigue and trying something um Mm. and there really isn't apart from maybe letting other people's judgment of you stop you from exploring those things so um you know if it's something that you need to do until you feel a bit more confident with things by yourself without telling anyone else about it then that's absolutely fine as well so yeah really cool answers there thank you so much as always I just want to end on a final tip really that you would suggest to people who are wanting to explore their spirituality or go a little bit deeper with their spirituality what would you girls say I would say do it for you. So for a long time, I held back on exploring spirituality and because, you know, because of what others might think of me and because also I was, I was quite afraid of getting it wrong and I just didn't connect with some of the practices. You know, but like we said at the beginning, the basis of spirituality is about that higher connection to yourself. So have an open mind, give things a try and just do things in a way that feels good for you regardless of what other people are doing. Love that. What about you, Han? Yeah, I would just start with whatever you feel naturally drawn to. It might be that you feel drawn to crystals and meditation or simply that self-discovery. And in terms of finding out information, I would start with what you usually like to learn from, whether that's podcasts, books or Instagram. All of it, yeah, because all of it will contribute to your spiritual growth. And I think it's also important to note that you it's very very likely that you will have times where you go back to old habits and all that you want to do is watch telly and on some really shit days you lose faith and I know for myself there's been times when I've stared up stared up at the universe and just thought are you making a complete mug of me like why have you given me (laughs) such a shit day today (laughs) (laughs) um but that is all just part of the process Um, And I've experienced so much synchronization, like I've said, that you just can't pass off as as coincidence. And every time that happens, I feel like that's the universe's way of saying, I am here. You don't need to doubt me. I know I'm sending you shit days, but it's because you're here to learn and you can handle it. So, yeah, my main tip would be to just honor the ebbs and flows of the journey. Yeah. And that links in with a belief that I've been thinking a lot about recently as well, just that everything is happening for you and Mm. I think a lot of people probably connect to the everything happens for a reason but when we actually explore that further and really think about not just accepting the good things that happen and the synchronicities and stuff but actually thinking that the lessons are here for us as well then yeah it can be it can be a really cool way of looking at life and yeah for me really similar explore what you're drawn to and intrigued about just because you try something doesn't mean you have to fully adopt the belief in it just play with it have fun and know that there will be people that think you're a weirdo for doing it but you're doing it for you to connect with yourself and there's also a whole community out there that you can find on social media or um you know out there in in groups that connect with you and will connect with you and your similarities and the things that you like to try so do not worry about that at all 
I hope you've enjoyed listening to all of our spiritual chat today. I've loved recording this and feel free to connect with us and please share your experiences. Our details are in the episode notes and we'll chat to you next episode. This has been Speak Up Queen. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and we'd love it if you would leave us a review. Find and follow us on Instagram to carry on the conversation. You can find me at abby.fish, Hannah at hannah.allsop.coach and Zoe at she.is.coaching. Thanks for listening and chat to you soon. Bye.